God's love. And so we have uh, made available to you via podcast form, if you use podcasts, on our website, cityharborchurch.com slash messages. Um, Facebook, the live stream also posts as a video post later. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for you uh, to go back, to check it out. And with the, the post on the website also includes notes um, if you want to go back and you want to have a look at that. Today, I want to look at the topic, love listens. Love listens. God loves you. God loves you. God has loved you first. And your whole life, God listens to you. We have a lot of indications of this in Scripture and life examples and people that have talked about their experience with it. But I think it's helpful for us to consider that we love God because God loved us first. And I think as we, last Sunday we looked at the the topic, you see the the verse on the screen of love speaks, and we, we looked at that verse, speak the truth in love. If we're going to start with God's love, I've received God's love. I'm loving God as a response out of a thank you, and that's changing my relationship with other humans. There are a lot of challenges we face, a lot of things that maybe are broken or or difficulties that actually have a lot to do with love. The solution is not possible without love. And I know that over these last two or three years, it'd be, we'd have a lot of reasons to want to step away from certain conversations. But Jesus' followers, in, in this passage from Ephesians, it talks about speaking the truth of love. And last week, we went into the context of it and what it means. And so if you, you missed last Sunday, I really encourage you to get that. It's essential to this. It's very important to this. But what I think is critical for us if we're going to start to unpack our understanding of what it means to speak the truth in love is to understand what it means to listen with love. Understand what it means that that love listens. We have this these words from James that are sharp. It's a one-liner. It's tweetable. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Well, how would our world be different if everyone was behaving like that right now? How would my life be different? How how would your life be different? And I know, unfortunately, some, some people are just have tapped out, they're exhausted, they're indifferent, they're not engaged, they're they're done with being angry. So I know we're at a lot of different places on this subject, but but this simple verse I think is relevant. It's, It's written to the same people like you and I that had problems, that had issues, that had challenges 
But they had found that God had loved them first. God had loved them first through Jesus. Through Jesus, God had made a way for them to receive by faith a grace. Love they didn't deserve, a forgiveness of sins, a cleansing of the mistakes of their past, a a, a removal of guilt, an opportunity to be invited into this loving relationship with God, where God gives people a new heart, a new spiritual life. God started with that love. And only when we are changed by that love in that way can we draw on the love of God to give us a strength we didn't have before so that we might have a chance to respond to these instructions? Y'all know I'm verbal. I was not born being quick to listen and slow to speak. (laughs) That wasn't me. My, My mom said I was born... At noon on a Wednesday, crying for lunch. And and so I know that for us, maybe we're at different places. Maybe some of us do default to listening. And so we might have different responses to this verse. But I want us to, to think about this. God has been listening to you your whole life. A lot of indicators of that in Scripture. God the Father on the throne. God the Father on the throne right now is listening to Jesus who's making intercession for us. That means Jesus is praying for you to the Father right now. He's listening to Jesus talk about you. He's listening to you when you talk. Multiple verses throughout the Scripture, God says, talk to me, I will listen, I will respond. And we know that Jesus said that God would send the Holy Spirit to guide us in truth to make new our thinking and our feeling. It's a personal relationship. So listening starts with listening to God. And if you're anything like me, that's not easy because you're verbal and you can be chatty. Talk first. And and I have actually found that there were years of my life where I was stressed in a way that was understandable, but not totally necessary, and that a part of it was because my prayer time, my time with God, was only me talking. And that my only me talking prayer time was really stress praying. We need to just learn how to start with God's love, listening. Listening. A lot of good books and stuff out there about how if we're only chatty in our prayer time, it actually chokes out the life of our prayer time. We can go through seasons where we're spiritually dry because we're the only one talking. But more to the point, we're not listening. So I want to invite you to listen to God. God is speaking. Jesus talked about Himself as the Good Shepherd and that that His followers would be like sheep who know His voice, who are in tune with His voice. And and where do we get the the voice of God? Well, it's revealed in Scripture, right? We've we've got the Scripture and that's God would have been rude, would have been indifferent, would have been horrible if He hadn't spoken anything to us. We also know that in Scripture we find Jesus and things that Jesus said. That's another way that God has spoken to us. And we also know from Scripture that every day God the Holy is speaking through the Holy Spirit. That's why, and if you don't have one, we've got these available to you. A, a journal, I know we all have devices and phones and things, but we're happy to put in your hands today a Bible and a journal so that you can write down 
what you think God is saying, and then that will help you evaluate it to see if it is God or your imagination or your Uncle Harry saying rude stuff. What was that? What was that you said? Right? Is it God that is speaking to me? And I like this. Check this out. Galatians chapter 3, verse 5. Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or hearing with faith? When we listen to God, we will benefit if we listen with faith. What did the followers of Jesus say? Lord, we believe. Help us in our unbelief. Ask God for help. Ask God for faith. Now, second, and this is something, honestly, we really could have six or seven messages on. We won't this morning. We should value connection and understanding. If I'm going to speak the truth in love, like Ephesians talks about, we need a personal connection with who we're talking to. We need to value connection and understanding. True love cannot exist apart from understanding. A level of self-awareness and others' awareness is essential. What I love about following Jesus from the Scripture is that it brings us to a healthy place where there's a healthy, mutual, loving respect. I'm receiving the love from God. It shapes my identity, my value, and purpose. Myself as a human becomes healthy, and then it informs my relationship with other people so that I don't fall into enmeshment where only their thoughts and their opinions matter and mine don't, but I also don't fall into toxic selfishness where only my thoughts and my emotions matter. Are you with me? Healthy balance, equal loving and respect. That's what we find in Scripture, but it's only possible through this vibrant relationship with God through Jesus. So, but it should bring us to a place of a level of self-awareness and others' awareness that's informed by that relationship with God. A book that I've been enjoying on the subject is called Redeeming How We Talk. Check this quote. It is important to remember that in order to love others, our love needs to connect with them. Do I value connection? And again, I know there's lots of reasons we might not want to connect. But if I'm being shaped by God, the love of God... This is what God's value system looks like. This is what a response looks like. And what I find is that a fulfilling, healthy, joyful life is possible. Oh, Ben, this is just, you know, self-help books. No, check this out. That was a Christian book, but check this out. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. What does it advise Jesus' followers to do? Share each other's burdens. In this way, obey the law of Christ. If I don't have a sense of understanding with another person, if I'm not valuing connecting with them, if I'm not listening to them, I won't know what their burden is. Have you ever made the mistake of thinking you know what the person's burden is and jumping in? No bueno. A sense of connection and understanding can help us avoid that mistake, but we cannot follow this instruction without connection and understanding. We're called to love all people, but can I truly love someone I do not at least to some measure understand? 
Love requires at least some understanding of its object. See, after God and your relationship with God, the most valuable you, thing you can invest in is the people that are in your life that you see every day. We need connection and understanding. So I, I, I have some gray hair, so I'm familiar with Archie Bunker from Norman Lear's show All in the Family. And, and Archie Bunker, when he'd get in an argument with his son-in-law, Meathead, that he called his son-in-law Meathead, and when he was done listening to Meathead, he would interrupt whatever he was saying by singing God Bless America. One very poignant scene late in the series, he keeps singing God Bless America until his son-in-law just leaves. A lot of what we are seeing in the United States today is because of that. Sometimes people are shutting out other people, interrupting them, not listening to them. What is the language of those that are unheard? Shouting them down, even with maybe good words like God bless America. And some are just leaving the room. Is it possible that Jesus is the answer and that the way of Jesus is love expressed by listening and that that could change our world? Could that change our world? Love can be expressed by listening with an intent to understand the other person. With an intent to connect with them and show them this loving respect that that's agape love we've been talking about. You all know that one of my favorite passages in following Jesus comes from Philippians chapter 2. In the first 11 verses of Philippians chapter 2, he talks about, is there any comfort from the love of Jesus? Is there any comfort from the love of Jesus? The one who left His place in heaven at the, at the right hand of the Father to come down to earth to, to everything that we've talked about. That Jesus. And in that, in that section, this verse jumps off the page. It's relevant to us. And talking about how we follow Jesus who left His place, who selflessly left His place in heaven for us. A part of our response to that Jesus of what it means for us to grow more like Jesus, become more like Jesus, be a Jesus follower. I'm not even sure if we should use the word Christian anymore because I don't think it means what it was ever meant to mean. And and, in its origin, it was only meant to make fun of people who were Jesus followers. But if I'm going to be a Jesus follower, here's what the Holy Spirit inspired Paul to write to the Philippian Christians. Chapter 2 jumped out at me. Don't look out only for your own interests, but... Take an interest in others too. This is the same attitude that Jesus had. And again, it's in a healthy balance between enmeshment and toxic selfishness. This is what we call incarnational listening. Jesus-style listening. Think about it. Jesus left His place in heaven to come to earth to be with us and listen to people in the flesh. How much more so should I enter the world of somebody else with that kind of patient humility? Is it possible that that kind of patient humility would change our world? Some of you are looking at me and you know 
man, through the years, I've been bad at this. I have been bad at this. This week, this week, both of our kids out of town. This is like never happened. Rebecca and I are sitting talking, and she starts to share with me about the impact of us catching COVID on our vacation a couple months ago. And I'm listening to her. And then I start to think about what it was like for me. And and then I start to lose connection with her and what she's sharing. And I start to think about what what she was saying, what it meant to me. And then I started to respond, but I I, I spoke too soon, which exposed the fact that I wasn't listening. I was listening, then I stopped listening. And then I apologized. Right? I said, this is what I did that was wrong. This is how it hurt you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I make a commitment to not do that again. Have I become a better listener? 20, 26 years? Okay. So, getting better. But a part of not listening is losing that connection. we got to value connection and understanding. All right. Love listens. Love can be expressed by good active listening. Good active listening. Let's, let's talk about that real quick. Okay, you cannot truly listen to anyone and do anything else at the same time. I know, I know. Oh, I'm multitasking. I'm doing this, you know. I, you know, I have a teenager. I hear that, right? You can't be doing active good listening and be doing something else at the same time. To love one another, we must fear first hear one another. Again, this is from Redeeming How We Talk. And I really liked this section of the book. Next to prayer, it's a Christian book, by the way. Next to prayer, listening is perhaps the best way to create a positive context for conversation. Listening forces us to exchange hats with others to walk in their shoes. When we exchange hats, we develop empathy and understanding then we can more tenderly voice our concerns or offer our advice. We become like a doctor, attuned to the sore spots and thus more adept at treating them. You can never go wrong with listening, but you can rarely go right without it. You think about the verses we've been talking about for a while now, God's love for us. What is God's, how do we understand and define God's love for us? 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, it's, faithful, it's patient, it's kind. Good active listening is not possible without this. Are you with me? I've got to be, I've got to receive God's love for me, which is a miracle, which then shapes me anew. I've got to respond to God with that kind of love to have a prayer for that love to start filling up the inside of me, for me to then give it to someone else. And it's only an agape love that really activates good, active listening. Right? Remember that agape love, sincere high value for another person, patient, kind, gracious, and selfless. 
It's patient and kind, not jealous or boastful or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wrong. It doesn't rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. That kind of love is a miracle. But it's a miracle that God's given to you that you can actively receive, that you can actively listen to, be shaped by, that you can then actively give back to God, then you can actively give to others. What's love got to do with it? Everything. Everything. So love speaks. Love speaks. God wants us to speak the truth in love. Remember, last week, the context of that, what it means is very, very important. Love listens. It's not possible without listening. Good active listening is something we can grow in. Bad listening is speaking before the other person's done. Anyone ever done that? Interrupting. Interrupting them is not good active listening. Spending your time while they're talking, formulating your points, preparing what you're going to say, being focused on preparing what you're going to say, that's not good active listening either. Now, I, I grew up with working on a particular project every year with a particular person who I then worked for in three different companies. And this particular person was a fast talker. And so I really was shaped by fast verbal interactions. And I still make the mistake of not realizing that not everybody is. But what that also did is it just encouraged my toxic selfishness and the bad habit of just thinking about what I was going to say in response. And have you noticed sometimes Pavlov's dog? Sometimes we hear a trigger word, and the trigger word causes us to think about a thing. You know, I've, I've been spoiled in my life to be able to explore quite a bit of the United States. So I've been to a lot of places, I've experienced a lot of things, I've met a lot of people. And one of the bad things in me that's not good active listening is when someone says a region of the country, a city, a place... My, brain, my Pavlov dog, I trigger into my own memories of that. That's not good active listening. Right? So good active listening, I'm looking at the person, and what helps me is I look at their right eye. And I listen, and I try to think about what they're saying and what that means before preparing a speech or a joke or a response and try to shut down my Pavlov dog response. Is this helping? Good active listening. That's the difference between bad listening and good active listening. And again, some of the emotional damage, some of the trauma, some of the anger, some of the things that are going on in our country today are the result of a person who has not been listened to. Maybe as a child, maybe in teachers, maybe, in, maybe from you. Uh, when I got COVID, I, it hit me pretty hard, and I, I watched some 
I streamed some shows, and one of them was a survival show. And they dropped people off in five acres in the wilderness and they, with just 10 items, and they've got to survive. And whoever lasts the longest wins. I learned something through that. Fire and water are important. And about a thing called the ground fire. Have you ever heard of a ground fire? You dig down into the earth to make your campfire. If you don't remove roots, if you come across a root, if a root catches fire, the fire can actually travel underground a long distance. And in fact, an underground fire can last for several weeks before it surfaces. Several weeks. When a person has suffered the pain of not being listened to, it can be like a ground fire. And some of what's going on in our country today is the result of people not being listened to, not being loved. Jesus said, love your enemies. So listening with love, good active listening with love, is something that's relevant to all of us. Here's what it means. Asking questions, listening, learning with an intent to understand and so build empathy and connection, a, a, a mutual connection and value, and compassion. Compassion is this motivation, this willingness to suffer with another person to experience what it is that they have gone through. Proverbs 20 verse 5 says this, Though good advice lies deep within a heart, a person with understanding will draw it out. So obviously not every conversation is going to be about you getting advice from another person, but the principle here is using good open-ended questions to draw out of them what they really want to talk about. What they really want to talk about. Loving them by drawing it out of them. Not interrogating them. Being respectful about it, but drawing it out. Some excellent information for Dietrich Bonhoeffer's Life Together and Janet Dunn's Discipleship Journal article, How to Become a Good Listener. Both will give you lots of practical advice on what's called the ministry of listening. But check this out. Some of you know that I worked in theater for a while. I actually auditioned over 20,000 actors in my time in the theater. I was involved with writing and directing. And I liked improv games. I taught acting for quite a while, and improv games helped you teach people. One of the improv games you can play is having people set them up with a scene of what, who their character is and, and what's going on with their character so they have some motivation and then just getting them started talking to each other. And if you want to help people grow as an actor, you take that to a next level and say, okay, now you can't use words, just use nonverbal communication, the tone of your voice, and go through the alphabet. So I say A, you say B, you say C, right? And we have a conversation like that. And a part of what that exercise is trying to do, A, B, C, D, is learning to paint with colors with your nonverbal communication. One of the challenges we have right now is that words don't mean the same thing to different people. Hello? 
If I'm going to participate in good active listening with an intent to understand the other person, they might say, that hurt me, and it means, what is that, turquoise? To them. But I hear pink. Or they might say, I was abandoned as a child. They mean orange, and I hear green. This is a really important time in your life to realize that we don't all mean the same thing with the same words. The last three years, I've had people that have gotten really angry at me because they assumed that I was too conservative, and the same week, people that assumed that I was too liberal. But you know what happened with both of those folks? They didn't ask me. They didn't ask me my opinion. They didn't ask me my values. They didn't ask me what I really thought. They heard one word out of my mouth, and to them it meant something different. Good active listening gives the other person the respect of asking them a follow-up question. And another thing that can really help is then for you to restate what you think you're hearing. So in this situation this week when I didn't listen when I didn't do this with my own wife who I love more than any of you no offense would be to stop and say especially if I'm confused or I have any indication that I'm I'm not connected with what she was saying or if I need to confess that I wasn't listening Okay so If I'm hearing you, you're saying this. If I'm hearing you, this is what you're thinking. If I'm hearing you, this is what you're feeling, and this is what that means. Is that right? I don't end with that sentence. I ask a question. If I'm hearing you, I I think you're saying this. Is that right? That engages good active listening gives me a a chance to be connected, to show value to the other person. Is that helpful? This is directly related. Try it with God. God, if I'm hearing you, I think you're saying this. (laughs) Try it with me. If I'm hearing you, I think you're saying this. That will help you break the habit of interrupting another person. That will help you break the habit of bad listening where you're not really listening to them, you're just preparing your speech. That will help you show value, loving respect to the other person. Activate love, a ministry of love by listening. You're showing them loving respect. And let me tell you something. I have seen so many times when I put this into practice that the result is that the person is not worried about where I might disagree with them, but they feel loved and respected. And that matters to them more than if I disagree with them. Sometimes, I don't know if, if you, I, I tend to be, me and somebody else in this room who I'm not looking at right now, tend to overthink things and rehearse conversations in my head. 
And sometimes what happens is I'm having a conversation with the person and they're saying stuff that they would never say. When I actually get to the conversation, if I ask a question first, the thing that was going on in my head is not what they're actually thinking and feeling. And sometimes our layers of stress and anxiety, some of those layers are when we're doing this inside our heads. There is something profoundly spiritual. I'm talking about if we will learn this, we can change drug addiction in Baltimore City. We can change murder in Baltimore City. You know, I've been on the scene of murders right after they happen. You know, I've been in the jails leading 12-step groups. You know, I've been on the streets. People want to be listened to. And when they're listened to, they feel valued. And when they feel value, hope rises. When hope rises, change is possible that wasn't possible before. That's good stuff. That's really, really good. Love listens. It takes two to speak the truth, one to speak, and another to hear. I really enjoyed a book uh, this week, uh, Listen, by Babette Buster. Great storyteller, uh, Pixar movies and a bunch of other stuff. And she said, listening only happens with time. Take the time and your life will expand. Listening only happens with time. Take the time and your life will expand. Let's briefly just talk about our response to this, just kind of a practical what should we do. Number one, listen to God. I'm inviting you today, please, just take time to listen to God. God is speaking to you. His tender mercies are new every morning. God is speaking to you. Number two, Think about what good active listening means. I hope that today's uh, message has helped you with that. Think about what good active listening means. Number three, consider how you can show loving respect by asking questions. Last two weeks, I've asked you to write down lists of people that are in your life. Write down their names. It's something I've asked you to do. You know, look at that list of the people that are in your life and consider how you can show those specific people Loving respect by asking questions. Think about it. Consider it. Think about it. Number four, ask for help in improving your listening and learning. You can ask God for help. You can ask someone else in this room for help. Try to stick with qualified people. Okay? Ask for help with listening and learning. I'm going to show love with an intent to learn the other person. Number five, Choose active listening with love as your motive. Speak the truth in love and all these other verses that we started with, 1 Corinthians 13, all of them speak directly to this agape love is your motive. Not forcing them to become like you. Not manipulating them, not focusing on their external behavior, not getting them to agree with you. Not, that's not the motive. Love. Love is the motive. Choose active listening with love as your motive. Why don't we stand to close in prayer this morning? I hope you've been encouraged by this. I hope it's given you something to think about. I hope it's given you a way to connect your relationship with God and its growth with something new. Thank you, God, that you love us. 
Thank You, God, You speak to us. Thank You, God, that You listen to us. You loved us first. You spoke to us first. You listened to us first. Lord, help us understand this message today from Your Word. Help us to know how we should respond. Let our day today be filled to overflowing with love. We thank You for it, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. Grace and peace to you. Have a great week.